of the greatest athletes in battle traveling from one end of the United States to the other is what big time competitive athletics is all about. How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me is Leonard. And this week, we're going to be trying something new, and we're still working on the name. Basically, we are going to tackle the Four Horsemen, and we are going to do a draft of sorts where each of us draft each and every member of the stable, uh, and then some. Leonard will get to more specifics here mm -hmm. in a second. And then we're going to create a card based on who we've drafted, and I am accepting all name suggestions for this episode it could be draft day or draft dodgers or you know stable stable draft part one to put it simple right leonard so why right. don't you tell everybody exactly what's going to happen here all right so this is a suggestion from our good good friend of the show ronnie and ronnie has given us several uh, show ideas over, over over the time that we've been doing this and as I've done more fantasy wrestling drafts and such, I think I understand the concept a little bit better. So that's why I'm taking point on this one. <laughs> and we'll see how it works from here. So what Chad and I are going to do is draft our ultimate four horsemen stables over the course of 10 rounds going back and forth. So according to Wikipedia, there are 14 official members of the four horsemen from over the years. Seven affiliate members being those people who kind of ran with them or were involved, but never official members here and there. And 12 valets slash managers slash others. So what we're going to do is over the, the 10 rounds, we must draft seven horsemen each. So all the official horsemen are going to go off the board. We can draft one of the members from the affiliate list and we can draft one manager, valet or other. Now, to get to 10 rounds, we're also going to draft one currently active talent who we would think would make a great horseman. And uh, that's going to be the 10th round. So the last round is going to be the currently active person. But as far as the, the rest of the draft goes, the first nine rounds, you can draft your horseman, your affiliate, your manager, in whatever order you want to draft them in. But that 10th round will be the currently active person. Then once we do that, Chad and I are going to go back and forth, placing the people that we've drafted into an eight-match card. The sub-main will be a tag match, so it would be the seventh match on the card, and we're going to draft from the and we're going to do that from the bottom up. And we can assign that valet or manager to one of the matches, and we don't have to match people up. Like his person of today does not have to go against my person of today. They can go against any of the horseman members and you can assign. So even after we put the match together, I can say, you know what? I think I'm going to use my manager here. I think that would work. And then we're going to talk a little bit about who we would think would win that match. And at the end, we will see who between us has won the most matches uh, in our own opinion. And of course, your opinions are probably different out there watching. So let's see if we can make this idea work. And Leonard wanted the, all the members of Fortune to be considered horsemen, and I said absolutely not. That uh, is a different stable. That's yeah, but it, you know, that'll be maybe the, the the next time. Yeah, right. So for the people on watching on YouTube, I wanted something you guys could see. So I took a poker chip, okay, and I wrote an H on it for heads, 
tails is a blank back. And since I'm flipping, Chad, you get the call. You want heads or tails? Heads. Okay. It is. I dropped it. It is heads. All right. So I get the so first pick. So you get the very first pick. So you get to take whoever you want. Ric Flair. I would have been disappointed if you didn't. <laughs> All right. Who do you so, got? So my pick, I'm going to take, and I'm doing this. If, if you see me on online, I'm going to actually move my, my monitor out a little bit. You see me looking off. I'm doing old school. I'm keeping track of this all on paper. <laughs> I thought it would be the easiest thing. So you know what? I'm going to go with Arn Anderson, heart and soul of the horseman there in, in every single version in some capacity. I am going with Sting. But I'm going to go with Barry Windham. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. My next pick is going to be Tully Blanchard. Tully was the other one I was thinking. Would you have taken Barry at this spot if I took Tully? No. Oh. Uh, well, see, that's how a draft goes. That's why it's fun. You can never second guess the other person. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Kurt Hennig. That's a he good wasn't one. there very long, but he was there long enough. All right. My next pick is Dean Malenko. Dean was on. I was going to go with Dean next. I'm going to go with Brian Pillman. My next pick then is going to be Sid Vicious. Okay. I'm going to think outside the box, and this is going to reveal maybe who I think I'm going to use for a tag team. Well, I'm going to take my associate member right here. I'm going to take Barry's brother, Kendall Wyndham. <laughs> All right. Well, my next pick is going to be Lex Luger. Okay. I thought about maybe taking Luger there. Oh, you know... We're, Again, both, we're, we're both avoiding the same people. I love we're it. Both, we're both avoiding the same people. Um, I think, and this guy, I think, I don't know if we're, if we're okay, I'm just going to say, I will take Chris Benoit. Okay, this is what I was waiting for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have him. <laughs> I mean, I, I usually do not take Benoit in these fantasy drafts I do. There's right. a handful of guys I just don't take because I don't want to deal with them. And this is not a topic to get into tonight, but where do you separate the talent from the person? You know, for example, can you still watch the Cosby show and enjoy it? Right. So that's a topic for another night. Maybe really, even another really is. series like of podcast. You're me into getting into this, but I'm not going to do that. So like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But I'd be looking at who's left on the board. I I'm going to go Chris Benoit. All right. Mm -hmm. And I am going to go with my trusty standby. He's very underrated, in my opinion. Pretty Paul Roma. Paul, you know, Paul, I, I was going to take Roma next if you had left him on the board. So we got two horsemen left. I'm taking Ole Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? At this point, I am going to choose my my manager, mm -hmm. and that is Bobby Heenan. Mm -hmm. 
Now, just uh, to clarify, you know, uh, according to Wikipedia, Bobby was the coach of the horsemen for, uh, I think it was a war games team in 90, 96 or something. Yeah. So he was on the list in Wikipedia. So he counts. So I'm going to take JJ Dillon. It really hurt me not to go with Miss Elizabeth just because I love her. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Does that mean that I have to choose manga? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. You haven't taken your uh, affiliate member yet, have you? Oh, so we get a manager and affiliate. Yeah, you so get we'll one just, manager I'll, I'll one just, affiliate. I'll choose, I'll choose Mongo. I chose Mongo. Leonard, who do you have? Mm -hmm. Is there anybody left for you to choose? Okay, I, I looks like I somehow, again, this is the first time that we're doing this. So I think I kind of messed up by choosing my associate earlier on. So it looks like since Chad gobbled up all the, all the horsemen, I get a second associate member. And I'm going to go with War Machine, who was uh, Ray Trailer, a.k.a. Big Bubba Rogers, a.k.a. the Big Boss Man, uh, during a, uh, I think it was- No love for Guardian Angel? Uh, oh, I'm Guardian Angel, I guess. We're going to be <laughs> official and name all his gimmicks. Uh, during, the, I think it was 87 Great American Bash Tour, they were doing a series of war games. J.J. Dillon was part of the Horseman Group got injured so he was so uh big bug rogers as war machine replaced him under a mask so that's my right. associate member so that's our our nine people uh plus a manager and now your 10th person is a currently active wrestler today oh, so it, has to be, it has to be a currently active person currently active okay so who so who do you have, or do you want me to go first so you can think first? You know what? Since no, I know who I'm going to pick, but okay, since, take it. Since, since I went first uh, with the picks, I'll let you go first. Okay, I'm going to take Nick Aldis. Ooh, that's an interesting pick. You know, he is uh, a guy who uh, I think he has modeled himself after the Ric Flair model. You know, the way he dresses, the way he treats the NWA World Heavyweight title. The, the way that he tried to put a group around himself. And since I don't have Ric Flair, uh, and that was my plan. If, if I didn't get Flair, I was going to take Nick Aldis. And if I didn't get, um, if I did have Flair, I had a few other ideas. But who do you want? All right. Well, my pick for a currently active wrestler is tripping on acid. Spike, no. Um, I am going, I'm going to go with Kenny Omega. Okay. I will say not on my secondary list. I, but um, I will say that I, if I didn't get Barry Windham, I was going to go for Hangman Page. That's a good one. And I was also considering Brian Cage in sort of that Lex Luger, Sid Vicious role. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also thought about Brian Pillman Jr., so I could if I, I had. I got, I got news for you. Your, your roster is in trouble right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> right now yeah let's, I, go, I, let's, go, let's go over our lists here okay so i have rick flair sting tully blanchard dean malenko sid vicious lex luger paul roma steve mongo mcmichael kenny omega with the manager coach bobby the brain heated okay i have arn anderson barry windham kurt hennig brian pillman kendall windham chris benoit 
Ole Anderson, J.J. Dillon, The War Machine, and Nick Aldis. So let's just talk about how you screwed up your count for Kendall Wyndham. Yeah. <laughs> you, screwed, you were like, I cannot let have let Chad have Kendall Wyndham. I've got to gobble that one up right now. <laughs> no, my, the idea was if I pick everyone, I, I wanted to stick you with Mongo, which happened, but I yeah, think it screws, <laughs> but it screws me greater in the end. <laughs> Nobody's getting Kendall Wyndham but me. All right. Yeah. 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 And the fact that I have Ole, I basically have two tag teams, but we're only going to do one tag team match. That's true. So now we get started with our assembling of matches. And I would assume since I had uh, the first pick that Leonard, you could yes. uh, get us started with the first uh, pick for matches. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to place the first guy in the opener. So my opening talent and so the idea here would be, do you want to just burn off someone or do you want to put someone in the opening match that you think to put on a really good opening match? And I'm going to go with that idea and I'm going to place in my opener, Brian Pillman. All right. And I am going to put against Brian Pillman, Dean Malenko. Okay. Uh, now, since we didn't know who we were going to do, you know, I, is that, I'm sure that's a match that has happened, Pillman versus Malenko. It might have. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That'd be interesting to look up. But, um, you know, I think that is a – that's a tight match. That's a close match. I think it's a great opener. Yeah. And, you know, both those guys wrestled in a lot of openers at WCW pay-per-views during their times with the company. Um, I don't know. That's, too, that's real close to call. I think it depends on who's maybe – Honestly, I, I, can, I can see this one going time limit draw. Time limit draw? I'll give you a time limit draw on that one. Yeah, I could see that happening. So we're going to go with a time limit draw as the as the uh, opener, but I think the fans are the true winners in that one because yeah. that's going to be a good match. Absolutely. All right, so you get to place the second person for the second match. All right. So the follow-up to that tight first match, got to have a little bit of change of pace, Lex Luger. Okay. So Lex Luger... It, so you put one of your big beefy dudes in there <laughs> and so my idea here is do i throw somebody at luger or do i put someone with luger that i think i might be able to actually win the win the match <laughs> uh and i'm gonna go with um you know who i think could, could get a really interesting match out of luger that we haven't seen I don't know. This may have happened in later WCW, but I'm going to give um, Kurt Hennig to Lex Luger. That would be interesting. Yeah. So I think Kurt is the type of guy that could really get a good match. Uh, I, can't, I can't argue for my guy here. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've got to win. I've got to have one win on the board. <laughs> and, and that's the win I'm going to take. I burned Kurt Hennig just to beat Lex Luger. Yeah, we got to have Lex on the shelf. That's that's the main goal. All right. So Kurt Hennig, my guy, wins match number two. I would I'd like it to be known that I'm currently winning one zero to one. <laughs> All right. So next I'm going to place uh, my next person. And you know what? Let's just get him out of the way. I'm going to throw Chris Benoit on the board. All right. Well. No, you know what? I know what I'm going to do here. So okay. I'm going to put against Chris Benoit, I'm going to put Tully Blanchard. Okay. 
I think that would be a, a hell of a match. It really would be. I mean, the styles are maybe a little different, but um, I think that it would be excellent either either way. Um, my, my opinions on Mr. Benoit aside, I do think that it would be a, a good match, but uh, in this case, I, I can't go against Tully. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with you. I think it would be an excellent match, and maybe that's a little of the Benoit bias coming in here on me. But yeah, I would I would give the match to, to Tully Blanchard. Uh, maybe, you, know. you know what? In all seriousness, let's opinions about Chris Benoit aside. I could definitely see Tully grabbing the tights or putting his his feet on the ropes here. Yeah, he's cheating. He's cheating to win. It's certainly yeah. not a clean win. And oddly enough, I think most of my guys are. I think Luger would probably work face, but I think Tillman and Benoit would work face for me. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I would. So yeah, but definitely I would give it to Blanchard. I think it's a great match, and I think he makes a good point in the fact that their styles are a little bit different, but I think they would mesh well. I think they would find the points where they could put a good bout together so um we are now tied at one one with a draw so uh you get to place the next person for match four all right and here we go i have to let this guy go now you might okay. think he would have been in my main event but it's not the case okay. steve mongo mcmichael mongo all right now i'm i'm left with another conundrum do i go for the win <laughs> Or do I give give someone, uh, or do I just throw someone at Mongo? And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw Ole Anderson at him. Because I know what I'm doing for my tag team, so I'm not going to do the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. I got to put Ole somewhere. Um, so why not put him against Mongo? I think that's after three decent matches. <laughs> why not a clunker in the middle? A clunker. Yeah, this is a let me up one. This is the this is the nacho break match, as I like to call them. Yeah. Uh, so Mongo versus Ole Anderson. I gotta say, I think Ole takes it. I mean, Ole is. You know what? I'm, I'm not even in. Like, I don't feel passionately enough about Mongo. He was my last pick, so yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything against that. Yeah, I would actually, in all seriousness, I would probably put Ole over here as well. Okay, so Ole Anderson is going to be Steve Mongo McMichael. Score is now 2-1-1. Uh, so my next pick is, I'm going to save one guy because I think I know on your side who I want him to go against. So I want you to place that guy first for me. So uh, I got some good, good, you know, meat of my, of my uh, roster here. And I'm going to go with Barry Windham. No, wait a minute, I lie. I'm a lying sack of crap. I don't want to do Barry Windham. Because I was going to save him for, for teaming with his brother. I'm a total liar. I'm going to take that back, if you don't mind. I'm going to place Arn Anderson. I am going to give to Arn Anderson Sting. Okay. I, I know that they've wrestled tons of times. They I have. can't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, but, you know, two great workers. Again, bit of a different style like we talked about with Telly and Chris Benoit, but who can work together i think really really well and i've already given the match to you on my sheet okay <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah i mean I, I as much as i think you could come up with scenarios where arn would win uh i think sting is is a guy that would be hard for for arn 
to 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 beat unless it's like mega cheating a lot of interference yeah uh you know stuff like that to kind of offset it so uh, you know I'll, I'll go with sting so we're we're two two and one as of right now so i get to place the next one and um i know who i want my main event i know who i want for my tag team uh so I, that leaves me with war machine war machine is going up against sid vicious that's who i wanted war machine to go up against was sid uh so that's why i held on to him and uh i think you know this is this is big boss man but it's it's a younger version it's big bubba rogers version of boss man right uh sid is sid is sid i mean sid is good <laughs> uh was was okay at the period when he was with the horseman i think your 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 thoughts on i want your thoughts first on who you think would win this uh i mean I this is a, I think this would be a good match overall as far as two big strong men going up against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would say that I would have to pick Sid here, not just because he's my guy. I think that maybe Ray Trailer is maybe a little bit too green here. I think Sid maybe more seasoned as a performer in this mm-hmm. particular matchup. That's who I would bet both for though. Yeah, you, you know, as much as I would like to argue for War Machine, and if we were talking maybe Big Boss Man versus maybe like playing softball the time, Sid, <laughs> I would go with Boss I'm Man. I'm totally adding that to our list of fever dreams. I'm totally adding softball, softball Sid. That's softball Sid, yes. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, I, I, I think if we're saying like Sid when he was a horseman, Versus the brief time that Bubba was playing War Machine, I would go Sid Vicious. Yes. Right. So Chad is up three to two to one draw. So that means that this is our tag match, right? This is our tag match. So you get to place your tag team first. All right. So my tag team is Kenny Omega and Pretty Paul Roma. I call them Alpha and Omega. Well, I like it. So we know that I'm doing the Wyndham brothers of Barry and Kendall. <laughs> In my head, that seemed like a much better idea than it wound up being. How does that, how does that early draft pick feel now at this point? <laughs> you know, sometimes you make a wrong decision early on. Sometimes you can recover from it and sometimes you can't. Uh, the idea, by the idea, see, I should have went with using the Minnesota wrecking crew of Arnoli. And I think I would have really argued for them uh going over roma and omega right uh when it's the Wyndham brothers again they're an experience i I wouldn't have argued with you if you had chosen Oli and arn and i had this team i i probably i would have conceded to you in that case yes but with the Wyndham brothers i mean again experienced team teamed all the time if i think Wyndham versus omega in a singles match would be really cool oh yeah I think that would be great. Um, like you, I'd like Paul Roma. I mean, I think he's underrated. And if we're going guy versus guy, I think Roma's probably better than Kim to Wyndham. So I will uh, eat eat it here <laughs> and uh, give you the give you the tag the tag win. Uh, I'm excited about our main event, though. Yeah, the main of which is what I thought we were going to do. 
So uh, I'm placing, of course, uh, the national treasure, Nick Aldis. And he will be going up against nature boy, Ric Flair, with Bobby Heenan. All right. And since I have yet to use J.J. Dillon, I'm go- I was saving him. I'm going to give J.J. Dillon to Aldis. So both our guys are going to have managers at ringside. Can I just give my thoughts on this match? Go for it. So I, I do think that this would be a really good match. Um, you know, I, I need to watch more of Nick Aldis's current stuff. Uh, you know, he, he's a good talent, though, and he's really come a long way. Um, but I do think that this would be a good match. And I think Nick Aldis would be a good opponent for Flair if he Flair were really playing up the, like, you know, the cowardly acts in the ring. Um, and you know what, though? It might surprise you. As great as Ric Flair is, I would pick Nick Aldis here. Really? Yep. That, that does kind of surprise me, you know, considering yep. this is supposed to be an ultimate four horsemen draft and Flair was the ultimate horseman. But again, if there's anyone working today that you could put in a time machine and send back to the 80s and say, like, replace Ric Flair, Ric Flair doesn't exist, it would probably be Nick Aldis. And I think he would wind up with a very similar, you know, history timeline with the horsemen and with and with the you know the type of career that oldest would have um and i think a lot of people out there might be surprised to hear you say that yeah. and i'm not gonna i mean i i think it would be an excellent match and i think you're not gonna match, argue with me <laughs> no i mean i figured you were gonna pick your guy and i would say you know yeah i'll i'll, I'll you know go with that but yeah you know I, I i agree with you i think it would be a great match a great back and forth contest. I think it would be a long match. I could see this go close to, I could see this going close to an hour. Yeah. Or a 45 minute type of thing. I think both of the managers are going to get involved on the outside. I think they're going to do some great stuff with each other. Yeah. Um, true. You know, this, can this you is, imagine a match where Bobby Heenan and JJ Dillon are on the outside against each other? That would right. be, that would be great. You don't yeah, talk I mean, about dream matches with managers too much people but like that to me if, if there was a dream manager matchup that would have to be on the short list right right yeah and you know because usually especially back in the day the heel had the manager not the face so very rarely would you have two managers at ringside you know a lot of times like in wwf you had like captain lou albano on the outside against yeah, yeah. like jimmy hart's guys or, or you know the mr fuji's guys uh but that's rare so having them on the outside is great uh, and I'm sure if Nick Aldis would, would see this, and we hope he does, that he would be thrilled to know that he's going to defeat Ric Flair in the ultimate four horseman guard. So what's the tally at then? So let's, so let's review here. Our opener, Brian Pillman versus Dean Malenko, is going to be a time limit draw. In the second matchup, uh, Kurt Hennig will defeat Lex Luger. Telly Blanchard goes over Chris Benoit. Ole Anderson defeats Mongo McMichael. Uh, Sting defeats Arn Anderson. Sid Vicious goes over War Machine. Roma and Omega, or the Alpha and Omega, go over Wyndham, the Wyndham Brothers. And Nick Aldis defeats Ric Flair. Nick Aldis with J.J. Dillon defeats Ric Flair with Bobby Heenan and what some people may call an upset. So that makes it four to three to one. So Chad wins. So maybe he threw me a bone there to be nice at the end. No, I really, I truly believe if it prime, well, maybe not prime. If yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I think Nick Aldis could defeat certain eras of Ric Flair. Absolutely. Yeah. So, 
just 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 to, to to backtrack here a little bit if i would have done the minnesota wrecking crew against roma and omega and uh thrown anyone else against mongo i would uh i would i would have beaten you so because yeah, if you would if you had placed barry windham against mongo yeah um, or you know what? If I mean, if, if it had been Barry Windham versus Sting, that would be a much more even match. Right, right. I just you know it was one of those things where Windham Sting had happened, right. and I was trying to do something a little more interesting. And again, I I locked myself into using the Windham brothers as a tag team, and where Kendall, I could have Kendall fed, Windham was your downfall. That Kendall Windham was my downfall. I could have fed Kendall the Mongo. <laughs> And made the worst match we possibly could have done. I, I don't know enough about Kendall Wyndham's in-ring work to know who to pick there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I had, I had one point I got a bunch of like uh, DVDs of like random stuff from Florida from back in the day. And Kendall was on a lot of that. And Kendall's thing was he was just a little too skinny. You right. know, like he wasn't bad, but he wasn't, he wasn't his brother and he wasn't his dad. So, yeah, I mean, and you know, at one point, Considering the affiliates that we left on the board, uh, Jeff Jarrett was there. Michael Hayes was there. Butch Reed. I almost picked Butch Reed. Uh, I had I was thinking Mike Mike Hayes at one point too, uh, as, as because here's the thing: if um, we hadn't done the current day guy, because originally we weren't going to do that, and you had the first pick and took Ric Flair, I was going to tank the main event and and do Ric Flair versus Michael Hayes. Because <laughs> that I don't think that was a match that ever happened, and I think it would have been a good match. I don't win that match, but that was going to be my theory on that. And of course, we could have done David Flair, so I could have had if I had Rick. I thought, Flair, about, I thought about him as well, just because I had Rick already. Yeah, I was like, no. So you have the, have the, so we could have had the Wyndham Brothers versus the Flares. That's <laughs> what a. I don't know who would want to watch that. Well, I would want to watch that actually. Yes, yes, <laughs> in a car crash kind of way. So there you go, folks. That is right. our first ever. We thank you uh, for uh, bearing with us. And we thank Ronnie for the idea. It was a lot of fun. And uh, if we do the NWO, we might have to pack a lunch. Uh, yes. I think we, would, we, we, would be, we wouldn't go over 10 rounds, but we would just make it NWO people. Yeah. Uh, and then we would just have a larger pool of people to draw from. We wanted to do a smaller pool for this first one. This was a lot of fun. And, and you can whoever, see how if, if when we do the NWO, I'm throwing this out there now. Mm -hmm. If Vincent is not the last pick, that person has to drink. Whoever picks him and is not the last pick, that person has to do a drink. Okay. Okay. Uh, th that's fine. Maybe we can do this with, and we can incorporate the stable uh, draft with a drinking game next time. I, I'm all for that. Um, figure out the rules and i don't know if you've seen the recent video with vincent uh talking about uh the some of his uh, career career highlights um it was wrestle botch but uh yes. we can put on our list uh eating olive garden breadsticks vincent that's, yes because that's what he does in that interview is he eats that, olive that can be one and just as many times as we've said his name we probably owe him 20 bucks <laughs> it's true uh, so, folks, you can see how a draft can turn on one bad pick, one <laughs> horrible pick, because I was so blind in trying to avoid Mongo McMichael, yeah. I gave myself Kendall Wyndham. See, you were trying to avoid Mongo. I was trying to avoid Benoit. But mm -hmm. uh, 
anyway, it was a lot of fun. Thank you very much for joining us. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and give us a five-star review. Like this video, subscribe to our channel. Any help we can get, we appreciate. For Leonard, my name is Chad, and we will see you next week.